Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show that keeps you in the know. I am your host, Kate. Thank you so much for being here. I am so glad you're here. It is episode 54. I have yet to name it. Here's the thing that happened. I was going to have a guest on the show, a brand new guest. They were going to be so fabulous and so great, and I was so excited to have them. And my Wi-Fi decided to cut out. So instead of being all like, I have no Wi-Fi, I can't do the show, I decided to record on GarageBand, so I'm hoping desperately that it works. And then I don't know how I'm going to get it from GarageBand to the internet, but if I do, you're currently hearing it, and I did it. I got it to the internet. I'm assuming I could go somewhere with internet and put it up there, and by the time you're listening to this, you'd be like, yeah, you probably did that. That's not that hard, but anyway, you get me. So... Welcome back to the show. Um, A lot's gone on in the last week. I'm excited to talk about it. Nothing quite is new with me. Still getting used to my house. Still getting unpacked, moving things. I keep ordering stuff. So like the level of unpack isn't getting any less because I keep ordering things. Like I ordered a bunch of bedding for like our master or primary room, excuse me, and like our guest rooms. If you can hear it, there's a helicopter. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? It's like they're landing on my freaking backyard. Okay, that was absolutely wild. I don't know who helicopter that is, but it's very, oh my God, it's so loud. Okay, y'all know I have a flair for the dramatic, but literally a helicopter landed on the lawn outside the elementary school that's outside of my house. So we will pray for that person. Something's obviously very wrong. There are fire trucks and police cars everywhere. So I don't know what happened. I will hopefully find out and hopefully they're okay but like that did not look good (sighs) wow okay prayers for that person hopefully responders responded as soon as they could and they're going to be okay it freaks me out that it's at an elementary school um so anyway yeah okay getting back into this though that seems wrong we just have to move forward because we don't know what's we don't know what's what at this point and I will follow up when I do my town that I live in um from what I can tell is very like it's a small town right so I'll I'll figure out what happened I'm sure there's going to be a press release since it was at a school so I will let everybody know so what's going on In the world of pop culture today, other than Taylor Swift's tour announcement, I'm not quite sure what. I am so freaking excited. I oscillate between being very excited and being very nervous that I'm not going to get tickets. Like, one part of my brain is like, it's going to be fine. You're going to get tickets. Don't worry. And then the other part is like, you're never going to see Taylor. This is her last tour. You're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. And I have decided that... If I don't get tickets and if I can't see her, it will make me very sad and I will have to have grief 
but I don't think it's going to ruin my life. And I do think there are people out there that are 13 out of 10 Swifties that it would ruin their life if they didn't see her. So like prayers for those people because I don't live my life that way. Like I, I truly love her. She's top favorite artist for me, but like, could I go on with my life if I didn't see her? Yes, I could. But I did sign up to be a pre-verified fan. I signed my husband up to be a verified fan. And once I get Wi-Fi back, I'm going to sign up every single email I've ever had to be a verified fan. So hopefully one of those gets verification and I can get pre-sale, which would be bomb. If I don't get pre-sale, I will try to get tickets like everybody else. So we'll see. Prayers up. If you have a Capital One Venture card or the Capital One Taylor card or whatever Capital One, like, could you get me in on your pre-sale? <laughs> I'm not going to open a credit card just for tickets. That's insane. Did I think about it? Yes. Given that my credit's taken a hit because we just bought a house and have had our credit checked 17 times in the span of two months, that would not be wise. So... I'm not going to do that, but I did think about it and there's no American Express pre-sale, so I can't like get in on that. So if, if, if you're feeling generous, just like, just give me some tickets to two of the, one of the Dallas shows and there's two shows in Texas. So that is one thing going for me. I don't know what show I'm going to attend. Like I don't really care. And I also don't know that I'm going in Texas because I have a few friends that I might go with and they don't live here. But I think it mostly depends on who gets tickets and where that is. I think. You know you know what I mean? So it'll be okay. It'll be fine. <sighs> Though I am, I am nervous. I'm, I'm very nervous. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It has to be. And it doesn't make me any less of a fan. And there's going to be footage galore on TikTok for the rest of time. So even if I don't get to go, it'll be like I was there. Right? I think. I think that's what it would be like. And that's okay. So moving on, just a little Halloween review. Because I know, I think I talked last week about, maybe I didn't. So this, I haven't had trick-or-treaters in a long time because we lived in a, we lived in Florida and then we had like an older development. Like everybody in our development was like in their 70s and 80s. So like no one trick-or-treated obviously. And this year I had been told that my community like goes all out for Halloween so I was like oh I really have to like make an effort you know so I got like 500 pieces of candy and I got a really cute bowl and I like had my porch lights on and like my outside lights on and I got maybe 30 trick-or-treaters and I let them take a handful of candy because by the time the kids came around I was like I am not getting the kids that I was told I was going to get. So I'm still left with a gob of candy. I sent Paul to work with a giant bag of it. And I'm like a little let down, honestly. And evidently I'm supposed to sit on the porch or in the driveway with my candy. And, and if that's the current practice, that's fine. Like I don't have kids, so I don't see what other people do. I'm just told but like I have to sit on my in my driveway for three hours, you know, or like I have to like be removed. I don't know. Like 
It's, it seems an odd concept for adults to sit in the driveway waiting for kids. Does it not? Like, it just seems, not that I'm, like, not waiting for them inside my house, but, like, I don't know. It just, it seems, but if that's, if that's the way things are done these days, then I will conform next year. I also had no decorations out because we just moved. So, like, how am I, how am I going to do that? You know, like, I don't have blow-ups. I don't have lights. I don't have candy here with a big arrow sign. Like, I, I don't have any of that. But next year, I will. I didn't even have any pumpkins. I was pumpkinless. So, I have improving to do. I did have a cute headband that said 100% That Witch, which I thought was very clever. It's like that Lizzo song. If you hear that beep, I'm sorry. It's my security system that's not connected to Wi-Fi because I have no Wi-Fi and I don't know how to fix it and I can't stop it, so I'm sorry. Anyway, a little girl, not little, she's probably like 10, came to the door and she goes, huh, I get it, 100% that witch. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, huh, funny. <laughs> and I was like, you don't have to say it's funny. <laughs> like, you're not saving me from anything, like. But she like was like, huh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> okay, thank you. So yeah, that was um, that was the bulk of my Halloween. Of course, I made a chili, and of course, I watched Hocus Pocus. And then once Hocus Pocus ended, it's Christmas time. So like, Mariah Carey is defrosted. She is awake. She is full of Christmas cheer, as am I. I have started. Christmasifying my guest rooms because my husband's family is coming for Thanksgiving, but they're Christmas people. And you, know, you can't really decorate for Thanksgiving. And I'm so tired of people. People who leave Christmas until after Thanksgiving really are on a high horse about that. Like, you, y'all really have to relax. Like, if you don't want to listen to music and you don't want to eat Christmas cookies and you don't want to have Christmas cheer and you don't want to look at lights until November 25th, that is your prerogative. In my house, I will do as I please. You know? Like, it's kind of like if you brought something to a potluck and somebody was like, oh, I don't eat that. Then ma'am or sir, you don't eat it. I brought this because I eat it. But I keep seeing people that are like, oh, 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 nothing until after Thanksgiving. Like, people who decorate November 1st or even previous to that do not accept this negativity. It is not on our radar. We do not process these comments. We don't give a flying jingle bell about your negativity, honestly. So like you're wasting your own energy telling us the Christmas cheer people that you don't care because it doesn't make us any more, any trepidation whatsoever to, to not decorate. It doesn't like, it doesn't affect me at all. I have come across so many people that are like, Oh, you're a Christmas person. Ugh. Nothing until after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving needs its own glory. At what point did any pro-Christmas November 1st person ever say that Thanksgiving doesn't get respect? No one ever said that. What we're saying is we want to celebrate Christmas as the season it truly is for a long time. We want to look at twinkle lights. We want to listen to music and watch movies that bring us joy and peace on earth. We're also saying on November 24th, I'm going to eat a lot of turkey and watch football. 
but I'm not going to put turkeys around my house and celebrate them. I'm not going to like put pilgrims everywhere. At this point, that's probably racist and rude to put like pilgrim and Indian statues around my house. Like, could you imagine? Like, oh, I decorated for Thanksgiving. Here's my pilgrims and my Indians. They'd be like, what? You did what? (laughs) And like, sure. I make an effort at Thanksgiving to have a harvest looking table with pumpkins and autumnal colors. And there's no Christmas vibes at my Thanksgiving table, but there's Christmas when you turn around because it's my house. And I think after all of this time, after all of this hate and all of this just like, quite frankly, disagreement, like can we not just let people do their own shit? If you want to dye your hair, cut your hair a certain color, go ahead. If you want to put up a Christmas tree in October, go ahead. If you want to have a holiday tree all year round, all 12 months, go ahead. If you want to put turkeys and the pilgrims around your house to celebrate Thanksgiving, go ahead. Like, who cares? As long as you're not outwardly offensive, who cares? I just, but, but the non, the Christmas people are not saying to the non- or the to the pre post Thanksgiving Christmas people like well you guys are so fucking lame for not decorating before Thanksgiving none of us are saying that so it's everyone who's like oh my god I could never decorate until after Thanksgiving it's those people that are ruining it for for the rest of us it's those people that are bringing us down fight me if you will if you are a Christmas after Thanksgiving person I would love to have you on the show to discuss it and I know we'll find common ground and that's fine would I, if given the opportunity, live in a Christmas village all year round? Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to say no and I'm not going to say yes because I just love looking at a tree. Even if like no decorations, I just love looking at twinkle lights. So like I would need twinkle lights of some kind all year round. I could do that. Like, you know, like one of those bladder blankets and then you put blankets on it and then you also put like lights. And I just think that's nice. Like one of those, what are those like white skinny trees, like birch tree, birch wood. Is that what that is? Yeah. Like we could do that all year round. It would look weird in the summer, but you could still have it. I'm just saying. So happy Halloween. Everyone can just fuck right off and Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah for those who celebrate. I mean, I think Hanukkah is right around Christmas this year also. I remember seeing it on my calendar. So it, whatever. Like, truly whatever. And by the way, other countries, most other... So I realize that we don't have a national religion, but Christmas is a Christian holiday, obviously, but it's a national holiday. We celebrate Thanksgiving in November. The Canadians have it in October. I don't know when other countries have it, but, like, it's not really that talked about. So let's just assume they all don't. Like, Britain doesn't have Thanksgiving. So... They get Christmas since October. How is that any different than us having Christmas in America before Thanksgiving and then celebrating Thanksgiving with Christmas? I don't, I don't understand how that's not allowed. Like, it doesn't make you any, any less American because you celebrate Christmas first. I don't know. It really bugs me. Like, it's, it's my house. It's my rules, okay? And my husband gets no say because he's one of the, like, oh, Thanksgiving needs to get its glory. It does. I cook for you every year, sir. Last year, I made a pecan pie from scratch. I made my own crust. I make his mother's dressing or his grandmother's dressing every year for him. Even if we're going to my parents' house, I bring him that. So he has it because it's not Thanksgiving without it. 
So you tell me who the Scrooge is. You tell me who the Scrooge is. It's not me. It's not me at all. Okay, getting off that soapbox because I know some people just despise Christmas and I don't want to marginalize anybody. (laughs) So I would like to start off with our first topic of the day. Maddie Pruitt from Bachelor fame got married. Her husband's name is Grant Trout. They got married after a month of being engaged and after like six months of dating. And that seems fast. I would consider that very fast. I know everybody has their own, everyone has their own thing. Everyone has their own judgment. I'm not judging them. That's not it. Though it has been said multiple, multiple times in the press and just around social. And I can't disagree that nuptials of this kind were sped up because they wanted to consummate their marriage because they were both virgins. Again, I'm not, this is not a judgment thing whatsoever, but I could get behind that storyline. Like I could understand that storyline. Like once you figure out who your person is, great, let's get hitched because I want to do it. Like, okay, like I get it. Also, also, the man is the heir to a billion dollar fortune. If you don't think I'm not running down that aisle as fast as I, like, I'm surprised you didn't have cross trainers on. Like, so fast. Sign that paper. Dry that ink. Like, we are married. Married. Did she sign a prenup? I'm going to assume not. I'm going to assume not only because of how religious they are. And maybe they did. Not my business. But... Because of how religious they are, I believe that their beliefs would never see divorce as an option. So I'm going to rely on that knowledge and say that they did not wish like, girlfriend, oh my God. And the wedding happened at his parents' house and like the grounds, and it's in Dallas somewhere. Like I could probably like go find this house. I'm not going to be a creep and I won't. It's probably very far from where I live, my little tiny town, but like Oh, the, it was, it was really beautiful. It was really, really nice. And somebody finally fixed her mascara. Thank God. She was on Peter season of the bachelor. And what I always found so puzzling was that she was always talking about how faith was so important and finding a person of faith. And like, she's going after Peter who like, first of all, consummated their, his relationship with a lot of people, which is something she's against. And then wasn't a man of God and like, didn't have a good faith. And or let me no, I'm not going to judge someone's faith. I'm not saying that. Didn't have the forward-facing, like public faith that she'd be looking for. Like, are you like? I, I think she would consider her husband a man of Christ because he acts a certain way, and Peter didn't act that way. So, like, why are you going for Peter? And the fact that she avoided his mother for the rest of her life, like, go girl. I'm going to, I'm going to clap. His mother is a maniac. And I am so glad that she like, skirt, like she got out of that and she's married to a billionaire son. That's beautiful. That's a real story. Like fairy tale ending. It's beautiful. I love that for her. And her dress was beautiful. I think we can all agree that that's the most important thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she's, what, 25? 26? 
I don't know. Like, they're both pretty young looking. Like, they look like babies walking down the aisle. But I, I thought it was sweet. It's cute. It's cute, okay? It's fine. It's cute. Okay. What else is going on? My phone is acting up. Like, could anything else go wrong today? I have no Wi-Fi. There's helicopters. Oh, my God. Be safe, that person. We are scrolling. We are scrolling. Blah, 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 blah. Christina Applegate has come forward to discuss her multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, excuse me, diagnosis, and talk about how it's affecting her work, which I think is awful. She said she's gained 40 pounds and is unable to walk unassisted. So she needs a walker or a cane or something like that. And she continues to go on and say, like, essentially allude to the fact, like, if you're watching the next season of my show, she's on Dead to Me, which is a great show, that you may see some of these things. And I find that so upsetting that, like, in today's society, we have to justify our physical means as a person in public life. Like, that sucks. And sure, not everybody has public challenges not everybody comes forward with their illnesses or uh, whatever they're dealing with that might impact their work and I understand why someone would I just like I I fear I fear that the comments would be more about her weight rather than her physical abilities and like that just really sucks oh this reminds me of something I wanted to talk about so the Music video for Antihero with Taylor Swift came out and there was a part in it that I think the part where in the song she goes, sometimes I feel like everybody's a sexy baby, but I'm a monster on a hill. When she stands on the scale and it says fat, that has been removed from the music video because she got backlash from using the word fat from people who are saying that she is not fat. She doesn't get to identify as feeling that way. And she doesn't get to be fat phobic and she doesn't get to essentially like essentially use the word. I find all of that incredibly ridiculous. We have gone so far in society to now silence somebody who's done so much positivity and brought so much happiness to so many people of different shapes, sizes, colors, religions, countries. Like She's a global superstar. She is an advocate for LGBTQ. She is a person who speaks her mind and does not, frankly, doesn't, like, shouldn't take heat for what she's saying, you know? So it is just appalling to me that someone is saying this is how so the hang on <sighs> must buffer the album is about song about times in life that kept her up at night right so she went so far as to allude to the fact that she felt a certain way about her body and she was so vulnerable enough to tell us that and then society says you're not allowed to use that word because you're not fat did we not hear her and you're on your own kid when she said I threw the parties and I starved my body. Did we not hear her when she said she starved herself? Who are we to tell someone else 
how to feel about anything. But we're telling this person who's a global superstar who has had clear issues with their weight and body image, or just frankly, maybe their relationship with their body and has been public about that. And now we're telling her what she's representing is not good enough. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. She told us she starved herself. Awful. Awful. And by the way, like, I don't know when fat became such a bad word because I think like with anything, health is a spectrum. Weight is a spectrum. Size is a spectrum. I think so many things involving health, wellness, exercise, movement, body image, whatever. It, it, we, we are blessed now to live in a society that is so open and communicative and like positive, like body positivity is not a thing. I've talked about that before on the show. Like when I was young, Taylor is my age. Taylor grew up in a society that was not body positive. This is the example. This is what we, what she went through. Who are we to say this was not your experience? You're not fat. Just because you don't are not of a certain size just because you're not of a certain weight. Could you could you imagine the reaction if she had put a number on that scale? That's crazy. Like, what if she had put, I don't know, 300 on there, let's say. Would the people of the 300 weights be screaming at her? How dare you? How dare you say I'm fat? I don't mean to be rude, but you have to know at 300 pounds that you're not a healthy weight. And I'm not being an asshole and I'm not judging somebody and I'm not saying that they aren't healthy as a whole, but everyone's allowed to have their own shit. If someone who feels their best at a certain number and is 50 pounds over that number, they have the right to feel how they feel. If you are underweight and you don't feel well and you need to gain 20 pounds to feel better, how is that any different? If, if that scale has said too thin, would we be having this conversation? Would the too thin people be going after her? So it's just, it's just fat. It's just what that we focus on. But there's so many other problems, like the fact that you bullied this woman into adjusting her own work because you are offended by her word. It's ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a real soapbox. And I'm sorry, but like, I, that makes me so irritated. When I watched that as a person who struggled with their weight their entire life, I did not register whatsoever that that could have been offensive. I did not because every body, every metabolism, every person, every carbon-based life form on this earth is different. And like, it is so appalling to me that we treat someone who does so much good for so many people, so many women that we treat her like that. It's absurd. Anyway, so I'm hoping that Christina Applegate is more pointing this out because of how she's going to like walk or move or like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like travel on the show versus like, I gained 40 pounds, don't come for me. But I can see why it would be I gained 40 pounds, don't come for me. Because we're all a bunch of judgmental assholes on the internet. Like the internet sucks, right? So I'm hoping for her that, I'm hoping for her that that was maybe a relief. Like I can, 
I can put this out there before, you know, this show is out and I can get out ahead of the narrative that might be negative. I'm hoping. I, I feel like, oh, like, can we not just let a person who is so accomplished in their field just be? That's, it's, it's insane. It's actually insane, I think. It's crazy. And I would go so far as to say that if she were a man, this wouldn't have to happen. I would go so far as to say that. No, no one has to come on screen as a man and be like, oh, I gained 40 pounds. I'm so sorry. I might look a little different. Like, no, no, definitely not. Ugh. Anyway, I have to stop yelling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on, moving on. Scroll, scroll. Oh, I did order Matthew Perry's book, and I'm going to read it before I tell you about it. So there's that, but I am going to read it. I'm very excited to read it, actually. I think it's going to be very, very good. And I really like Matthew Perry. I always have, so... That's going to be really exciting. Let's see here. Oh, my phone froze again. Oh my gosh, nothing's going right for me today, but that's okay because I'm a blessed person. Okay. Um, the, a member of the band or rap group Migos Takeoff has died. Um, he was shot at a Houston party, which is awful. Apparently... It was like a private party and there was some sort of altercation and he was shot. And I, it's so awful. There's not very many details, but when there are more, I will bring them to you. That's just so sad. That's awful. Okay. Moving on. This is a big pivot and I'm so sorry. I hate when I do this. Like I bring up something sad and then I have to pivot to something not sad. Like it seems so inauthentic and so awkward. <laughs> But out of respect, I'm not going to report on something. I don't have all the facts. So moving on. Um, It has come to my attention that Stephanie Meyer, the author of Twilight, had a different Edward in mind. Her Edward was English. Is English, actually. I'm going to give you a second just to think about it. Her Edward was Henry Cavill. Of Superman fame. And he is reacting to that she wanted him first because she envisioned him as, quote, the perfect Edward. But in 2007, when they were starting to film the movie, she was upset to find out that he was too old to play the character. So then he was 24, which he is now 39. Oh, Oh. okay. Um, He said, I didn't know about the movie. I didn't know about them wanting to cast me and the internet wasn't quite the tool that it is now. So I only found out afterwards. I was like, Oh, that would have been cool. (laughs) Other actors that she had in mind to play Edward were Tom Sturridge and Logan Lerman, but I don't know who they are. Excuse me. And she said, Edward was indisputably the most difficult character to cast. However, as we all know, Robert Pattinson was the role um, 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 
But, oh, this is interesting. So apparently Henry Cavill auditioned to play Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter, The Goblet of Fire, which the role also went to Robert Pattinson. Oh, interesting. But you know what? Like, no one else is Superman. Like, he's it. And I realize there haven't been as many Supermans in our generation as, like, Batmans. Like, there's been a lot of Batmans. Like, Robert, pa- Robert Pattinson was Batman. Uh, ben Affleck. Let's see. George Clooney. Michael. Was Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, Christian Bale, obviously. There's been a lot of Batmans, but there's only been one Superman in our generation. It's Henry Cable. God, he's so fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, he's up for a role in House of the Dragon. And, like, yes. I don't care. He could just come on screen and not speak. Like, I don't care what he does. <laughs> I don't care at all. It's, it's going to be great whatever he chooses to do. And I think that's beautiful. Okay. Let's try to end on a good note. It's where I don't sound absolutely crazy. Let me go through my notes here. Blah, blah, blah. Talked about it. Talked about it. Um, I think that's all I got. I will keep you updated on everything that has been going on. I hope to find out about the helicopter situation at the school across from my house. Um, again, keep that person in your prayers. I don't know any details whatsoever. I went outside and asked my neighbor who I don't know who they are either. And they were like, I don't know. I just saw a bunch of people. And then I heard a helicopter and I was like, oh my God. I was like, yep, that's exactly what I did. So keep them in your prayers. I hope you all had a happy and safe Halloween. Um, the person who was going to co-host said they are available next week. So I will hopefully have Wi-Fi by then. And yeah. Thank you for spending part of your week with me. This was the show that keeps you in the know. That's a new tagline I'm kind of running with. What do you think? The show that keeps you in the know. You like it? It's probably used by somebody. If it's trademarked, I'm sorry, but like this podcast makes some money. I cannot pay you. But please rate, review, subscribe, share the show. Um, I am still thinking about a giveaway. The only thing is I don't really know how to run. So like I feel kind of awkward but what I think we're going to do is do the giveaway on Instagram and basically like you have to post a story of the show and then I'll pick from the people who posted and you'll win a prize. Probably Starbucks or Home Goods, honestly. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. Again, rate, review, subscribe, share the show, save the show, share it with someone who you love or someone who you think would love me. And as always, I'm Kate and I will see you next week. Bye.